Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of The Worser Pod. In this episode, we will be kickstarting our new series, Worser Adventures, uh, Tales of Dungeons and Dragons, as told by me, the Dungeon Master. And me, Taylor, as a player. Uh, soon enough in the campaign, Jonathan will likely join us, and maybe he does. We'll add some more people down the line. Uh, for now, it'll just be me and Taylor, as Jonathan is uh, early departed from us, leaving us alone in Gainesville for the foreseeable future. He's in the underworld. <laughs> he is. He's Jonathan. I'm sorry. He went to hell. He crossed I know the he river did his best. And never came back. Yeah. He tried to live a good life and all of that. He didn't even die. He, they just took him straight there. <laughs> it was like a Persephone. He is Persephone. <laughs> all right. So um, I got to be upfront. Taylor, we should tell them. We tried to start this. <laughs> Uh, earlier tonight, we started recording. We got through like 20 minutes, I think. Yeah. Or about 15. Until I looked and found that, in fact, the recording stopped. <laughs> and we lost like all of it, which is fine because no plot changing things happened. I think we'll be fine to move forward. Uh, we're just going to start it over. That's so <laughs> scuffed. Yeah, that's so sad. I know. Oh well. Uh, without any further ado, Let's get into episode one of A Worse Your Adventures. This, uh, let me take you into the world of Sindaloria, a collection of islands and mainlands that come together to form uh, different cultures and, and creeds of people that live on these, uh, on these land masses. Uh, our story is going to start in the lands of Amestria, off to the west. Uh, it's notably made of large grasslands, a few swamps. Um, to the north there's great mountainous and, and uh, kind of wintry forests that build forth great fortresses of frost and things. But we're going to move things a little bit southwise uh, towards a large college town off the coast to the University Alvite. Uh, Alva University is a rather large university, about 10,000 students in total, and it's formed a, uh, a grand amount of society around it, of different professors and things that come forward. Uh, there's a there's two main colleges, uh, or two main like, subdivisions. There's the uh, different colleges of wizardry that uh, come to practice there. This is like the second largest university in all of Amestria. Uh, and then the other side of it is the Bardic Colleges. And they do work together on the campus, and, and a lot of classes will be shared between different types of students there. Uh, whereas some classes are more exclusive to the majors in that college. A lot like real universities. <laughs> uh, so, Alva University, Bardic College, Draconic 101, Professor Uchtal. Uh, older dragonborn with a heavy-looking trench coat, a large red necktie, and a satchel over his shoulder. Different scrolls and lesson plans almost spill out of his bag as he moves along kind of heavily to the room, shaking his shoulders and all that as he, as he addresses the classroom from the front of the class. You've been sitting through about 40 minutes of the lecture so far, and you can't imagine there's much left. That's quite enough of the history. Uh, it just gives him the alphabet itself. Now, when I show you this, does it ring any bells? Uh, he holds out a scroll with a large runic writing inscribed over the top of the paper. Uh, Half-elven girl towards the front raises her hand and shoots up. Trinity! That's the light color. Sudar. 
Sidar. Yes, uh, I'm sure you all no doubt recognize this from the different runic sigils of the city. The small incantation is enough to conjure Sidar. A small flurry of lights press out from the letters as they form into a small singular orb that floats around them in a uh, shimmering light. A helpful spot of light. Uh, the language you read here and likely in your everyday travels about the city is draconic. In ancient dragons of day go days gone by, created this special script, Iokaric. The letters that uh, the letters for this go as follows. As he uh, begins to go into the specifics of the alphabet, a bell rings from the hall, halting him in his tracks. Volta da da! That is class. Thank you again, and best of luck on your second week. I will have your syllabus test grades for you by tomorrow, I promise. As students begin exiting the halls. Bye. Go ahead and uh, describe yourself for the listeners. Um, so Helena Hearsay is a high elven woman. I would say she's about five foot six, and she has dirty, like wavy, dirty blonde hair that's really poofy and just stuffed into a ponytail. Like she's not take care of her hair whatsoever. Um, she has light skin, but you can tell she's outdoors a lot. Um, so she's not pale whatsoever. And her clothes are very earth toned, but very plain, not like um, eccentric or anything like that in design. Right, right. Okay, cool. Uh, you step out into the hall, there's a, a fairly large cluster of students, some kind of smaller groups talking to each other, a lot of students just passing by in classes. This is a fairly congested hall as a lot of different language classes and stuff like that. More general studies are kept in this uh, specific strip of uh, classrooms. Uh, to your left, you hear a group of three people talking. There's kind of a jockey bunch. There's a human guy, uh, a man you might recognize from your bardic instrumentation class. He's talking to some of his friends. I'm just saying, if the sport was made fair, style would get points. Why would style get points? I'm just saying, if it was fair, style would get points. I know you need the help. Uh, Trips and Trinity is kind of walking past the group, leaving the snide, co uh, snide comment, kind of shaking off her, her golden hair as she walks forward. You go, oi! Lark turn, lock eyes for a second. There's a bit of tension between these kind of two different creeds at the school. See you at the meet. Yeah, see ya. As they turn away and dramatically she she brushes off the, the comment walking down the hall. And I run up to Trinity. So you run up to Trinity? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she doesn't notice you at first, she just keeps walking. Tr Trinity? Trinity? Uh, oh, hello. Hi. Have I met you? Uh, no, probably not. Probably not. No. Um, my name is Helena. Nice to meet you, Helena. Um, I heard you talking about some game back there. Yes. I was just wondering what game you're talking about. Oh, well, it, it's Mage Ball. Mage Ball? Yes. What kind of, what kind of game is that? Is it like a handsy game, a footsy ball game, or like a magic ball game? Well, it, have you never played? Have you never seen it? No, 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 no. No. Oh. That's awkward. Um, well, it's a sort of competition. There's a few different teams, and we we work to hit targets and and to guard targets. All it's right. It's kind of long form. There's a large field. I'm sure it's easier to get like if you play it or you watch it. You know. Yeah, you should come to the meet this Saturday. Oh, all right. 
Alright, thank you. Okay, I have classes to go to. Bye. Bye. She turns away and skips down to her next class. Probably doesn't actually skip, but you know, moves confidently through the groups towards supposedly her next class. Uh, you hear a bit of people like bustling and stuff as they kind of make way for a uh, small mass, a, a dwarvish girl you might also recognize. She has long curly brown hair uh, and she's going through as she approaches you. Hey, I remember you uh, from orientation. Haley, right? Helena. Oh, well, either way, uh, some of us got, uh, some of us will be getting together tonight in the Dunson Hall, a big get together with the College of Law. <laughs> well, I figured I'd invite other people because if it's just the book bards, we're all gonna be bored to death. So I'll probably end up passing this out to just about everyone. Here you go. Oh, thank you. I doubt any wizards will show up tonight. Anyways, tonight, choose. What does it say? Uh, it says, tonight only, syllabus party. Bring your syllabuses. And then next to it, syllabi? And then next to that, syllabili? <laughs> <laughs> and then underneath in large capital letters, B-Y-O-A. Bring your own arcana. I think we can all do that, yeah. You hear from behind you, Oi! What's up, Helena? As uh, Tinker Tippertop, or you might know him from his stage name, Crusher, uh, bounces down the halls, kind of sliding through groups of people as he approaches you, his tiny little gnome body. He's got like a mangly look. He's very thin arms, like bags under his eyes and stuff, but a lot of energy in him. As he uh, waves like a little small invitation over his head as he approaches you. Look what I got! Yeah, me too. It's, I'm, I'm so excited. This is gonna be our first, our first university thing. Our first university, like, function. Yeah, but what do you even do at a syllabus party? A uh, lumbering companion of his, the, the kind of second half of their duo, turns the corner. Uh, he had been, like, looking around until he looked down to see you guys. He goes, drink. <laughs> uh, Puny is his name. He's a Goliath man, very large. Uh, he kind of steeps down on, on one knee to talk to you guys. Uh, hey, yo, guys. Holds up the invitation. Body time. Sure, but like, really? You just drink at a syllabus party? Why call it a syllabus party then? Well, uh, it's um, well, it's a little more complicated from that. From what I've gathered, what the students do is they take all of their syllabi, syllabuses, syllabi, and they get them all together and they make a bonfire. They all burn them. Burn them? Well, yeah, burn them. Well, what if you need them? What do you mean, need them? They're syllabuses. They've got important information in there. Like what? Like, um, grading policies grading and policies. office hours. Well, office I mean, hours like, if kidding. you need to know these things, then how are you gonna find them if you burn them? What do you mean, need to know these things? When are you ever gonna need to know any of those? Gee, uh, never mind, sure. Are we going to this thing? Yes, of course we're going to this thing. Right. Uh, do you mean, this sounds like inevitable fun. Yeah. This sounds like meeting new people. Oh, I love This sounds like burning useless pieces of paper. Not that. <laughs> Come on. Don't be such a goody two-shoes, eh? I'm not a goody two-shoes. You are wearing two shoes, and they are really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> As he shakes his head, they kind of look to each other and look to you. Well, you're a little hopeless, but we'll see you there, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, why don't we meet outside, uh, meet outside Donsley Hall? All right. Uh, 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 after your classes. How many classes you got left? Uh, well, just one more. One more. What do you got? Um, I forgot what it's 
It's the, uh, sorry, it's, um, Phaeton Readings 101. Phaeton Readings 101. Oh. Cool. It is cool. You know, it's, like, all about how... <laughs> what is it? Oh, it's, uh, it's just about, like, um, like, readings. Yeah, that sounds super interesting okay. anyways. I will <laughs> see you later. Come on, let's go. Alright. <laughs> so they exit out on their way. Uh, you make your way over to Phaeton Reading uh, 101. Uh, you have this class technically with Professor Duval, but she's been out uh, on the past week on a spiritual journey to the Hovercraft River up north. In her place is the teaching assistant, assistant Quincy Congret. She's a halfling woman, and she has complex tattoos on her face, kind of streaming like geometric lines down to her chin. Okay, and so that summarizes all that I'm really supposed to give to you this week, and a little bit into like the next two days, and I don't want to get too ahead, so how about we call class early? Uh, I'm offering readings in my office next week, in the office hours, if anyone wants extra credit, and to hit me up with my research, synopsis, and all that. But uh, have a good weekend, and be careful. You don't need to be a fortune teller to know that nothing could happen past midnight. Don't drink too much. Right, see ya. <laughs> As students kind of start to leave and, and um, do their thing, she's kind of looking at some of uh, some tarot cards on her desk and all of that, and she packs up different things and stuff she brought to present to the class for the uh, larger portion of the lecture. Cool. Yeah. All right. You had enough. Hmm? You had enough. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So you exit the hall. Um, this is kind of like a later class in the schedule. Probably didn't get like the best time slot for it when you were signing on, but that's whatever because uh, now you have a bit of free time to yourself and it kind of spits you out directly in front of Donsley Hall, uh, which has a good amount of trees and such and a nice place for people to kind of sit and congregate, places where they can uh, just read or whatever. There's uh, large white columns that have different like levels of, of stairs that go up them, kind of spiraling along people to sit in different places as they study and all of that. Yeah, well, I'm going to head to a little grassy part of the knoll. Mm -hmm. Hope I don't get shot. Um, <laughs> like a JFK joke. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, no. I didn't get it. Didn't no. land. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, yeah, I'm going to find like a nice little patch of grass. And okay. I'm going to do a tarot card reading. Sure. So you uh, make your way to... Uh, the small thing, you lay out the cards in front of you. Go ahead and roll. Let's see what yeah. you get. Our first roll for the campaign. My Yay. reading is going to be about how I think this party is going to go tonight. Okay, so you you focus the spiritual energy around you in the way you've you've been learning so far. Oh. What is it? Is this the one from the last recording? Oh, no, wait. What'd you, wait, 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 so the... It's still a six, and it's still odd. Oh. Wow, okay. That, sorry, no, guys, that's, that's really cool. exciting, because we thought we were going to have to change the card that I got, but it's actually, it's fate. It's, no, that's so cool. It's fate. It's the cards fate. just really knew that that's what I, the dice really knew that that's they what I They knew. Did. Well, the card that I pulled for this, um, Cox Gazette, um, reading for this party was the devil in reverse, mm -hmm. which means that it foretells release and enlightenment and recovery from everything that I've been going through. So. Very good and exciting. So as you read the card, you kind of uh, find that everything outside of the card slowly fades away into blackness as you hear just behind your ears little whispers of the other side. 
taking in and out of your ears and all of that as you uh, begin to understand the card and, and its meaning more so than, than what you had already been studying. It's kind of starting to connect to the spiritual side. This, this party looks promising then. Yeah. You look up, kind of stepping out of the trance, and the first thing you notice is about probably 60 yards away or so, uh, you see kind of looking over from the bottom of a tree is a cloaked figure. Um, looks generally feminine in, in figure from here, though it's too hard to tell. Uh, it's kind of a dark green tunic over teal clothes, or, or coat, cloak over teal clothes. Uh, she kind of looks the other way and, and begins walking away. Stepping into view between you and this strange figure is Puny and Crusher. Hi. Hey! We were wondering where you were. Uh, you're here early, I mean. Oh, oh, well, I'm done with classes for the day, so I was just doing some readings right. about the party. And, you know, the cards, they tell me that they're prom it's a promising party tonight, so I'll be there. Yeah, I'll bet it's a promising party. Yeah. We were just doing some street performances out on Main Street. Uh -huh. We were able to get a couple gold together. It's looking pretty good for tonight. Uh, he's got, like, four big old gallons of ale, so we oh. should be good. I think we're covered for our entry. Oh. What? B-Y-O-A. Bring your own ale. Ale. I thought it meant out. That makes more sense. Oh you know? my god, you're so <laughs> helpless. Um, oh. If I don't drink, do I still have to bring my own ale? Like, is um, that how that works? Or do you just have to bring whatever just, you consume? Just come with us. We'll make sure it's known that our ale is your ale. All right, that works for me. Okay. All right. You're not gonna drink, though? No. I mean, it's fine, you don't have to drink. I would never, like, pressure you into anything. I don't know you like that yet, you know? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> peer pressure is only okay when you know the person very well. <laughs> well, um, no, I just say it really, I feel like it really hinders my connection with, like, the universe. You know, oh, it's, it's a sort yeah. of uh -huh. it clouds it up, and uh -huh. I would just rather it be a clear sky, especially if it's a promising party. Wow, you are so lucky we go to a large enough school that you can actually meet other weirdos that are into that kind of thing. What? That's, you know, good for you. Good for you is what I'm saying. Do I know what, um... College Crusher's in? What College Crusher's in? Crusher is in the College of Lore. Well, all you do is read books. I mean, I, is there an issue with that? It's, it's the whole archival of history to tell great stories and to train yourself as an entertainer. I know, but like history already happened. You don't need to. What do you mean do history? It over? Whatever you you what you you talk to. This is the future, Russia. No. This is the future. As okay, I hold up my tarot you know. cards. <laughs> Devil! <laughs> There's something spooky about that magic, I'm telling you. Let's get out of here, puny. Let's get out of here. Oh my god. You talks to ghosts? I mean, I, I, I've tried. I, I'm still getting good at it and such. Oh. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Sorry. <laughs> right, well. <laughs> From New York. Let's go. <laughs> he picks you both up. Oh my god. <laughs> He's got like a small wagon of the ale behind him. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> As you begin pressing your way towards the 
school hall. Um, finding uh, enough time to get to the party uh, a little late to make sure there's enough people there already. Fashionably uh, late. Fashionably late, indeed. The crush of the cards told me that we had to be late. Just a little, though, not too much. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, no, sorry, it was just funny to me. Okay, so you are uh, getting into... Sorry, I need to find my notes. Okay, so uh, the party has a mix of people. You can already tell from it. Uh, there's like the kind of bonfire uh, made its own little space out front. As people kind of come by, they uh, drop either the syllabus straight into the fire into like a large box for when they do like big dumps all at once. Uh, that sort of thing. It's an exciting sort of thing for these mm-hmm. kids. And there's just so much syllabus papers. Because uh, probably like you're given really long syllabuses for each class too, like to actually read every single one would be like um. reading terms and conditions almost. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's a little bit the culture of of the university. Uh, ba-ba, yeah, ba-ba. Uh, there's a good amount of people just talking and doing things. Uh, there's a mix of people. Some of them you recognize, some of them you don't. Uh, some look like fellow freshmen, while others could be seniors or even like TAs and such. All kind of gathered in this fairly large party. I mean, Crusher, I don't. I, I feel like reading so much. I don't know why you want to burn these syllabi. It's, there's nothing of value in these syllabi. Look at this. Look at, to ensure the safety and well-being of our students, we will follow <laughs> the five-fingertip rule. I don't care. I, I mean, don't but care. But it is very important that no, they follow not. the five-fingertip rule. Go ahead. What's the five-fingertip rule? Thumb. Index. Oh, that's just the fingers. <laughs> you didn't read it? Are you lying to me? What? Did you read it? No. Yes, you fucking did. I skimmed it. Oh, you skimmed it? Yeah. That's such a... <laughs> you skimmed it. Yeah. I hate you. Just a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna go drink. Um, We'll see you uh, around. Go meet some people. All right, all right. Come I'll on, try. we gotta put the sail down. Let's go. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> I hope that super just like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it did, it did. <laughs> uh, as you uh, step forward and out into the party a mass uh, kind of losing puny and crusher out into the masses uh, the good amount of people just kind of walking around chilling some people like dancing to uh, some music played by uh, imagine like how bad it is when there's like a lot of theater kids together yeah and like imagine that we're like all of them are really talented musicians. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, so th- as you can imagine, there's like a large musical circle of people improvising and playing what is honestly like very good like music. It's very high energy and stuff um, as it kind of parades through the uh, entirety of, of the hall. Probably a bit of magic there to help kind of push the sound into all corners and stuff at a, at a level that's surprisingly tasteful. Uh, it seems that a lot of the upperclassmen have really cultivated these sort of parties to uh, find that right balance between the volume of music and uh, the volume of like talking to each other and all that. Uh, there's a great array of people talking all about that and all sorts of things as you walk in. Alright, well I'm gonna find a nice little seat. Okay. Somewhere. Sure, so there's a few different tables set up and different things. There's a lot of like, high top tables. Okay. Um, you kind of climb your way up into one of those chairs. Just like one of the only really empty ones you can find. Alright. And I'm Gives just... a good view of the room. Yeah, I'm gonna get... I'm gonna like be shuffling my tarot cards real fancily. Mm-hmm. Not in a way that Taylor can. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> but you know, those like famous... Like those... Yeah, those like really fancy, yeah. yeah. Um, 
and uh, to some people watching, like listen to the people next to me that I can and sure. see who's around me. Make an investigation check. <gasps> First ability check of the game. Let's go. Is it an investigation? Yeah. I assume you're looking for like rumors and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. Okay, so there's uh, a couple people you can tell from their body language. They're probably talking about something pretty juicy and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. They look like a couple of people. They have um, what's essentially like Letterman jackets for for the school and stuff. Uh, like very clearly sports players or sports, you know, connoisseurs of sorts, uh, talking to each other and they kind of hush tones and all that. But you can't catch any of it. Uh, more closely to you, a little more openly talking. Uh, seems to be some people kind of talking and occasionally pointing to other people in it. Uh, and then there's a good amount of people that seem to have a very general chatter about them. Just about, you know, normal party things, normal human talking things. Or elf talking things, for that matter. Whatever. Humanoid talking things. <laughs> sure. Is there someone, <laughs> is there someone, like, next to me? Real close? That isn't... Is there anyone nearby that isn't talking to anyone? Um, isn't talking to anyone? Make a perception check for this. Natural one. Natural one? Five. (laughs) So you're looking around to see if there's like a good person to talk to. You know, someone that you can just like bring in for, for what I am assuming you are doing. Uh, as you like look around kind of fumbling the cards in your hand and then your attention is impossibly drawn to what is a very small halfling man that just has like gallons of ale over his head and it is just all going in and people are going wild they're losing their minds at how much ale this man is capable of drinking and that catches all of your attention. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't blame her. <laughs> as it's okay, so so you have that you, you so that's that's as far as like looking for looking for that specific sort of things, but you still have like different groups and all that. And you could get out of here and try to interact all with people right. and stuff. Um the people who are like loudly talking yeah. about stuff, I'll probably like I'll try and like nonchalantly squeeze in. You know what I mean? Just like kind of naturally look like I was already there. Okay, sure. To like actually listen to what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me look at some. I need notes. I need notes. I need notes. Okay. Ooh, I'm, I'm asking who put Emery in charge of the invites. This is not who I wanted here. This we were supposed to be a smaller get together. Listen, man, it's like this every year. Like, I, I, it's not Emery's fault. This is just how it goes. I know, but I kind of heard you like invited a bunch of wizards and stuff. And like, like obviously, like we should invite them. Like, whatever. I'm not like stuck up or whatever. But did you see them when they got here? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, like the group of them, they just walked in, they looked around, they like turned up their nose. I'm pretty sure one of them just went to the bathrooms, took a shit and left. Like they all left. That's so rude. Yeah, that's pretty rude. Yeah, that's pretty rude. And... Oh, hey, aren't you in, um... Oh, we have Draconic together. Oh yeah. Hi, hi, um, it's Heidi. Oh, Helena. Helena, nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, you, you having fun at the party and all that? Yeah, that's cool. Okay. That guy over there is drinking a lot of oh, ale. That's that's Duncan. 
Of course his name is Duncan. Yeah, Duncan's a, um... Duncan's a lot. He's been here for like six years. Oh, I see. Yeah, he loves to live his parties. Mm. Well, anyways, uh, enjoy yourself and all of that. Thanks. Like, yeah. Oh, it is good to meet you. As you kind of get to know the group a little bit, mm -hmm. kind of generally mingling through. I won't make us roleplay it too much, but you you do get some get some know-how on on a few of the people there. Sure. Plus four, uh, you know. <laughs> plus four socializing points to your pew, pew, pew. to your charisma-based subscore. Like like. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, no, I was trying to find someone to do a reading for, but um, fucking Duncan <laughs> distracted me. Uh, from from looking around, you kind of catch uh, catch some people looking and like pointing for a moment um, towards a, a corner of the room where uh, a figure in a green cloak. At this point, you can see a little clearer um, that. Uh, it is. It is a girl. Uh, even from this distance, you can see the telltale signs of a of uh, the figure of a tiefling. Um, although at a closer glance, you might also notice uh, her skin is a little bit odd. It's this very deep red. It almost appears uh, purple in in its color. Uh, her horns are, are hidden tightly away by the hat, and her devilish tails tucked away in the cloak as she kind of sits in this corner, surveying the room a little bit. Uh, yeah, and that's probably the only wizard who stayed out of all of them. I mean, at least I think she's a wizard. They showed up at like the same time, and I don't see her in any of my bard classes. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, she's kind of weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> well, I walk up to her. <laughs> okay, sure. She kind of very like beelining <laughs> <laughs> towards her shoulders yeah. left. Right? Yeah, <laughs> not even like. Oh, okay. yeah. You can see, like, there's a bit of panic growing in her eyes as she makes eye contact. Reading? <clears throat> uh, sure. Is there, like, room to squeeze in? Yeah, yeah, so a you seat. squeeze in, like, like <laughs> it's a little uncomfortable because, like, this table's been probably moved into the corner, but, like, you kind of push it through so you can get, like, one shoulder on the table enough of, like, <laughs> enough of it to do the reading, but it's, like, a little too close for her comfort. Perfect. All right. I'm gonna have you pick a card. Any card, okay? Just, it's gonna... Actually, we're gonna do a three-card spread. Three cards. Yes. So do three cards. The first will be your past, the second will be your present, and the third will be your future. What are you doing? I'm gonna roll your dice for it. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> these are your tarot dice. They are my tarot dice. I should probably be using the skull ones. Oh, yeah, life or death and all that. Um, she kind of turns to you. See, she has like fairly long black hair that kind of cascades down and pulls back. Uh, as she speaks, you can see her pointed teeth and all of that. As uh, she speaks to you, she's got a stern face and has like uh, very like plain like black makeup over her eyes and stuff. Just like eyeliner and stuff. Okay. She kind of looks to you, draws the first card. Um, that's cock. <laughs> Seven on the d12, and it's odd. So odd seven. Okay. Oh, your past. It shows that you've been really trapped and imprisoned and whatever your past was, it really held you down and didn't let you like, be yourself in your past. Not your present. Okay. 
Uh, one even. Now, presently you're going through a lot of um, unexpected events. You're 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 moving through the ranks. There's a lot of fortune I see coming your way, making progress in your field. Yeah, well, I'm in college, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, your future. Uh, even eleven. Mm. Mm, judgments. Um, that means that in the future you're gonna be. You're gonna be improving a lot. You're gonna be, you're gonna find an awakening soon. You know that's gonna really just renew your sense of self. You see it, the word awakening, like her eyes kind of widen out as she takes a deep breath and yeah, okay. Anyway, I saw you earlier when I was at the park. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Do you like going to? Yeah, I like going to the park. What what brings you to the party? Um, this girl from that I saw at orientation just gave me a a flyer, and then my friends were coming, so I was like, sure, I'll go. But like, I don't even see the point of burning syllabi or syllabus or whatever. I think it's syllabi, because like syllabuses sounds a little weird, and. Like, because you'll need them. And I know they're really long and a little wordy and stuff, but I feel like it's an important document. Maybe burning them at the end of the semester. You know what I mean? <laughs> that makes more sense. But at the beginning, it's like, okay, you're setting yourself up a failure. Yeah. But then I did a reading about, like, what this party was going to be, and it said it was, it was good, good vibes. So, I came. What about you? I'm making friends. Hmm... You're doing a very good job at it. Look, we're friends now, right? What's your name? My name? Oh, well. No. I'm Parisa. My friends call me Perry. And, Perry. Yeah. And, and you, what's your name? Helena. Helena? Mm-hmm. Nice to meet you, Helena. Nice to meet you. Uh, right. That's really, uh, it's interesting. The card readings. Mm. Did it resonate with you at all? Sometimes it doesn't, I understand. Then. Well, you know, they're... Yeah, I'd say. Good. You've been doing that long? Um, I've, I've dabbled for a while, but I've only been getting good in the past few years. Hmm. Where are you from? Well, I'm from a little down south, actually. Mm -hmm. I, um came up here at this time. <laughs> uh, Puny and Crusher are kind of stumbling about the room. Puny, uh, like, riding on top of the shoulders as he kind of waves a, a large uh, drink in his hand, like the froth kind of glimmering off of end to end as he uh, comes in, immediately singing the song and then stopping when he sees you. <gasps> Elena! Hi. Elena, I feel so good. I feel so good. This is wonderful. Yeah? I was thinking anyways earlier. We should there's this great we should we should you should drink. Mm, I'm alright. is this is so good though. This is an amazing and part. I I'm, I'm so glad that you're having a great time. I'm having a great time. <laughs> there's no but <laughs> I'm having a great time. Alright. I've had alcohol. How are you this drunk? We've been here four minutes. <laughs> I had alcohol. This is amazing. <laughs> it's been so long. Peony, he's got a small body, you know what I mean? It affects him quicker. I've had alcohol. 
just like just a dumb smile comes across his face. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> okay. Anyways, you. I want you. Let's let's let's. Go. There's a spot outside. There's some swing sets, mm. and I'm down for some edgy, you know, young adult sitting on swing sets moment. Oh, yeah. That's what I want. We just like talk about life while looking at the stars. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Would you like to come with Perry? Um, I understand if not, he's a little. I'm gonna keep making friends over here. All right, good luck with that. Thanks. See you around. See you, Helena. So you, you walk out, kind of pressing through, and you find it's it's nice to be out of kind of like the hot room from all like just the body heat and all of that of, of the people clustered in there. Uh, just one of the many rooms connecting the different, like, you know, party goers and all of that. As you step out into the cooler air, there's a, hopefully there's a bit of crickets. Maybe, maybe there's a YouTube ad, actually. <laughs> yep, it was gonna be an ad for a school software. Anyways, you, uh, they knew I was writing in a university. How'd they know? Oh my gosh. Oh my god. It's <laughs> some party. There's crickets. <laughs> okay, so you... <laughs> it's so silly. Oh, I wonder if there's going through that. It's too late. I can't question things. So you, um... You step out and you find there is like a, a, a swing set of things kind of uh, left empty right now as... as uh, Crusher like leaps off the shoulders and is running through. He falls down, pushes himself back up, and keeps running to the swing set, like <laughs> jumping over and swinging on him. He goes, okay, okay. So tell me, you gotta tell me, because we met orientation and then we have a class together and all of that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know you. I want to yeah. know you. All right. What do you want? I love know? what you're wearing, by the way. Really? Very tasteful. Thank you. It's just. It's, it's the expression. It's the reality. I'm, I'm glad you saw that, because that's what I was thinking when I put it on. This is my life. This is my story. <laughs> what? This is, my, this, is, this is my life. This is serious I, to oh, me. Oh, you're right, you're right. Okay, what's your... What's, so you, you are from Pumpkinville. No. And you grew up no. the owner of a small goat farm. No, that's the other Helena. There's no other Helena. <laughs> you grew up, you grew up in a cow, and you grew up raised <laughs> Literally by in a cow. In a cow, and you grew up raised by that cow's intestines. No, 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 no. I'm from butt. From what? <laughs> butt. From what? <laughs> butt. You're joking me. That's not the name no, of a place. No, that's the name. That's so you know the stupid. story of that name? What's the story? Well, there were, there was a hero that like saved the locals um, from this like creature. It was you know, big and scary. It was plaguing them, but they didn't have a town name. They were just starting up, and this um, hero saved them from from that monster. He's a Zemnian guy, and they're like, oh my gosh, you you saved us. Like we have the honor of naming our town. And he was like, what? And they were like, perfect! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's pretty silly. Like, but. Exactly like that. It but. sounds like, but. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not even from like the main town at all. I lived on like a farm 
a, a bit of a ways away from the main town. That must mean nice, though. Kind of away from it all. Yeah, it was very... To really feel the... Close the to nature. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of people. Only had to see people when you chose to, really. Right. Um, and you... So you, you, um... And he starts to, like, kind of slip into Gnomish as he speaks. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm really just curious what here, like, you know, you've come all this way, you have this accent, you grew up in a small town, all of that. I mean, that's, how did that come about? Why do you, yeah. Why well, reply in Gnomish? Mm-hmm. I would say, well, I mean, I was, I went to school, and... Oh my god, do you speak gnomish? Yeah, I was raised no. by gnomes. You were raised by gnomes? Yes. By little gnomies? Yes, by little gnomies. Little adorable little happy gnomies? Just like you. No way. <laughs> yes way. This is amazing. <laughs> but you're uh, I know, I don't look like a gnome. No, not even a little bit, <laughs> really. I know, I'm a little tall. A little tall. You got the slender facial features yeah. and the, the like sharpness and the, you know, the hands, the dainty hands. Mm-hmm. I tried to call it. Nice start. <laughs> hey. uh, you see, you look over and you see, uh, you see Perry um, running up of the main party. A few people kind of giving a look towards the way she stammers off, goes down the street and makes a harsh turn towards the north, uh, which is towards um, a lot of things, including classrooms and also uh, some living halls, specifically your living hall, like where you live. Um, Peony, can uh, you see, did you see her run off? I can't see anything. Oh, all right. Crush it? Did you see her run off? Um, I think... You I think up. you answered for me, dear Crusher. <laughs> so I'll answer for you. He looks blind as a bat right now. <laughs> I was looking at these worms. Alright, um... He's like kind of holds up a little, a little worm, like squiggling in his hand. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. I would have run off to as much as I saw. As much as you saw. So so you start on your way and you make it a good 20 feet before you hear... <laughs> calling all students towards the Grand Hall. Present danger at Gilville Hall. Move quickly. Follow all faculty directions in the hall to preserve your safety. <laughs> as a kind of large... Uh, alarm system is is being spread for other things. Hold on, we got a song change. We got a song change. Hello? You gotta do this. <laughs> the crickets are perfect too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is playing. It's just really quiet. I forgot that about this trick. Okay, so. Uh, yes, it's, it's these alarms showing, and you see like, students kind of looking. There's like, a bit of excitement, a bit of anxiety, but also just people. Like understanding and moving out of the party, people uh, very quickly putting away the bonfire and all of that. But Perry went toward the hall that we live in, and that's the hall. Mm -hmm. And it seems to be a very, uh, you know, different direction from the way the students are headed towards the grand hall, which you would know just from going to school. Um, and and there's no like, is there like only one entrance way into the hall? 
Um, well, you, you would be able to, like, kind of do your own pathing as you get closer to it. I understand, but, like, the way I saw her go towards it, like, I wouldn't think that there, she could escape to the Grand Hall. Uh, it wouldn't be a smart way to go, unless she's, like, really specifically trying to deceive someone. And you could do that, it would be walking, like, around a long way. Well, what I mean is, do I think she would have been able to get out? Or do get I think out? she's trapped? Uh, it doesn't seem like she's trapped. But you did see her make a hasty run towards the hall right, well, about two minutes before the alarm went off. Well, my my general concern, I'm gonna try and stealthily like look for her. Okay. So uh, make a stealth check as you begin uh, running through the halls in the opposite direction. You do see some faculty um, that might have stopped you were they not dealing with very drunk, uh, very drunk students. 16. 16. Okay. Uh, so you're creeping around the hallways. Don't you hear? Elena! Elena, we're following you! We're, we're following oh, you! No! <laughs> As you turn and see Puny and uh, Crusher um, kind of hobble over as they try and follow you through. Go back! No! Yes. I want to follow! Puny is huge, despite his name. That's okay, he can use to stay low. We're gonna be fine. No, go back. This is gonna be good. Shh, 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 shh. We're coming with. It's too late. If we go back now, we'll get in trouble. Be quiet. We're looking for the tiefling. I'll be quiet. I'll make my stealth check now. Use your dice bags, by the way. <laughs> Ooh, wee. So you, um, you press through the halls as you make your way towards the dorm. You see that it's already pretty cleared of students. Um, as you walk through, you uh, hear some rumbling in one direction, and you uh, hear some shuffling and, and pushing around in the other, about uh, in the same direction of where your specific dorm room is. I'm not going there. Okay, so you turn the corner, come through. Uh, you see this yellow light pulling into the dark blue hall as the lights are off, you know, all that. Uh, and you, you see from the thing, like, shadows of what looks like, uh, likely the tiefling girl um, struggling in a fight against what, in the silhouette, appears to be humanoid until it reaches about the head, where it kind of curves up into a large, um, almost, almost serpent-like looking thing. It maybe has the indication of large lips you can tell from the shadow, but it's a little hard to see until you get a little closer, kind of curving back into what is more definitively looking like a dorsal fin. It appears some sort of fish man has entered the door. Oh no, can I, can I reach her? Um, it's a good, uh, probably 20 feet until you get closer to be able to actually see what's, what's necessarily in the room as you get closer. You don't seem to be noticed yet. But like, She's struggling, he's attacking her. The monsters attacking they, her. They seem to be struggling over the same thing. Oh, like there's something over in between them that they're, they're pulling in. Mm, I'm gonna try it with my short bow. Okay. Shoot the man. Shoot the man? The, the monster. Alright. So you're gonna have one round of sneak attack, and we'll go ahead and use all three. Um, as you step a little closer, press to the side, you're able to see that uh, her window is like shattered open. Uh, and this is the second story here. Uh, they're fighting over the, the small box. Um, at this point, you're able to see it as a fish man. He's got proper gills and gray skin and strange dark clothing and all of that. Um, 
Sorry? Uh, it looks like a small ceramic box with these intricate designs. Uh, it's a dark, shiny brown. Um, there's two more creatures in the room, so three in total. Uh, you see Perry holding up, uh, just like right as you're, you're pulling the trigger, uh, Perry holds up an arm, releasing a blast of teal energy from it that explodes from her, uh, from her hand. It leaves a trail of mist behind it, kind of, um... Uh, releases the fisherman's grasp on the block, kind of turning his torso perfectly to you as he locks eyes. You ready your weapon to pull the trigger as as uh, your two buddies kind of stand at the sides of the door, ready to turn in and also attack these creatures here. Go ahead uh, and roll for initiative. Music change again. <laughs> oh my god, all these natural ones. Oh no. It's okay, you're gonna have a round of sneak attacks. So. Sorry, I need to get to my encounter building thing. Okay. Let's see. So you got a one, you said? No, I got a three. A three. Yeah, watch it. I have an initiative. And we're back. Uh, so Crusher's at the top of the initiative pool, but you have the, the surprise round anyway, so you'll all act at the top before we can do it proper. Um, Crusher steps forward, uh, with, uh, what he has, and he... <laughs> I'm sorry. You're good, you're good, you're good. Uh, he pulls out a dagger, and he throws it. <laughs> He's going to, uh, attempt to... Throw it at the uh, fishman over here. One, two, three. He's gonna throw it at fishman three. That's what he does. It's an eight, so he misses it. Thunks into a wall, uh, kind of stabs into a, a plain wall in the room. You notice that the dorm is not very well decorated. Um, it has like a few like small things set up, like a, like a small vases and, and things like that, like organizational things, but no like real decorations or anything. So he misses uh, his surprise thing. Uh, you are up next for your surprise thing. Yeah, I'm trying to hit him with my short. The the one that's with um, Perry. Mm-hmm. My short. Uh, fifteen. Uh, fifteen will hit. Go ahead and roll now. That's good. Ooh, eight damage. Eight damage. Okay. Uh, nicely into where, where do you go to this? Oh, no, it's a short bow. Oh, it's a short bow, I see. Nice. 18 points of piercing damage against this one here? Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Uh, how much damage was it? Eight. Eight, okay. He looks uh, very significantly hurt as this <laughs> uh, stabs into him, kind of spills out a, a little, like, a gush of, of almost, like, liquidy stuff from his side. He's gonna... <laughs> turns towards you with just like surprise and anger in his eyes they kind of like large like globular yellow eyes with the kind of dope out in the opposite directions uh up next puny runs forward uh with just his fist throws it into uh throws it into the guy let's see what he does oh my god that's a natural 20 <laughs> doing 12 damage Killing him instantly. <laughs> so he, yeah, so he throws a, a fist into this uh, fist man. He, I, he has insane unarmed strike damage because I had to roll ridiculous on one stat, right? Yeah. So he, he comes in, crushes it into the guy's face. 
as he spins to the side and collapses to the ground. You just see like a crunching and, and, and like you see the flesh press against the fist and all that. Okay, uh, up next, this is the proper uh, proper sort of um, fight here now. Crusher yeah. uh, kind of steps to your side and he steps back a little into the hallway. So throw his rapier <laughs> as best you can. <laughs> Can do that without proficiency because it's not an actual thrown weapon. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I'm rolling it. Uh, no, no, it. I agree. She goes, he throws it. Why would he throw his rapier? Um, and he actually is going to hit. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, as he tosses the weapon and he's going to do five damage with it. Nicely done. Or I, uh, I gotta roll. I gotta roll my legit dice. I don't like digital dice. Okay, yeah, five damage uh, into the creature. It stabs through him. Okay, you are up. No. Oh. <laughs> you are like at the bottom. Okay. Um. So Perry is up next. Are crickets still up? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 um. You see Perry uh, once again take a hand and kind of press it against the face as a. <laughs> Uh, explosion of energy bursts from it. Uh, she's gonna do her next uh, attack against. Ooh, uh, and in doing so, you see as it starts to build up, and her hand, even though like it's so close to it, it like misfires the shot and miscasts. She kind of pulls back her arms, like looks like a like a zing, hit her finger, kind of <sighs> waves her arm in the air for a moment. Up next is, uh, I'm sorry, D and D Beyond. Uh, up next is Yinhu steps forth. He's going to make an attack. He's going to miss. As he uh, throws a fist forward, um, the the fishman dodges out of the way, grabs at he's gonna bite at Puny. Ooh, that's a hit. No, Puny. Uh, and Puny takes just a little damage. Puny uh, takes a bunch of damage as as a, the, the fish man kind of steps out, takes a dagger, stabs it into the arm, pulls it out, dealing big damage to your friend. No. Okay. Uh, next is this one. Uh, he's going to run up at you, seeing you join. What's going on? He's going to make an attack roll against you. First thing, trying to kill you. Yay. <laughs> uh, He's gonna like run towards you with his bite. That's an 18. Yeah, that's Okay. Ooh, level one. <laughs> uh, so he runs up against you. Let's see what he does. Uh, and he's going to do just three points of damage as he uh, opens his mouth and just this is like thick stench of salt water and of fish and meat and stuff as it clamps down against you. You push him off just barely. Gross. Get off me. <laughs> All right, it is now your turn. All right, well, he's up and close and personal, so I'm gonna take my dagger and stab him. All right. <laughs> um, <yeah>. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just... Ooh, dirty 20. Dirty 20, okay, that'll that hit. hit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That hits. You know what? Uh, just four damage. Four damage? Okay, nice. He looks bloodied. And as a bonus action, I'm going to 
give Perry inspiration. Okay. Say, remember your reading. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and that's to Perry. Yeah. Okay, great. Do you have an inspiration dice for me that I can Ooh. use? <laughs> okay. Let's get that ready. Uh, uh, back to the top. Um, Crusher uh, runs over. <laughs> oh, uh, you can't make it. He was gonna try and get his dagger. He instead just doesn't do that because he really does. He can't. Uh, he's going to hold out his arm and attempt to cast a spell. Um, actually, you know what he does. I know what he does more specifically. Uh, he is going to run through this way and do a first level cure wounds on his buddy. That's all he really wants to do right now. Sorry. <laughs> Where's all the healing things? Where's all the healing things? Okay. Uh, he runs up to uh, cast cure wounds, which he does. And, oh, nice, rolled an 8 on the d8. Uh, so yes, now uh, Puny is back up to full health. Uh, let's see, Perry is up next, just going to once more try and do an object blast. This one will hit as the uh, blast energy shoots force uh, forth into the creature. <laughs> oh no, dealing one damage against it. Although it looks like it's on its last inches of life now as it kind of brushes past the chest and you're just like releasing more uh, more goo from the creature. It kind of turns over to it. You are at full health. Okay. Up next is um, Puny, who comes forth now once more with his fist just to strike. That is going to miss as he steps forward, throws a punch, and just barely uh, the creature is able to kind of dodge under it. He's going to once again take his knife and try to stab into him, uh, which he does. It's going to comes in uh, with his dagger dealing, ooh, just three damage. Okay. As he shink, shink, pulls the knife out, all of that. Uh, the other one is going to attack you again with its dagger. Um, it's going to miss as he lunges forth with it. You dodge just out of the way, out of the sight of danger. It's not your turn. Okay. Oh. <laughs> is that your action? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stab it. Okay, go ahead. I'll be like, I can do you one better. No, I can't. <laughs> nine. A nine? Yeah, it's gonna miss. Yeah. So you leap forward with the knife and I go, never mind. <laughs> dodges out of the way. Uh, he now is going to take a step this way. Uh, give you a little healing. Me? Yeah, he's going Crusher. to. Do you have a crush on me? Oh. <laughs> uh, See, you heal for five points. Awesome. Full health. Full health. Uh, he's also going to bonus action inspiration you. <gasps> Me! Is he, is he gonna? I believe in you! <laughs> That's his inspiration. That's a beautiful question. <laughs> okay. Uh, up next, up next, up next is Perry, who once again is going to try and uh, deliver some damage. Um, she kind of pushes out a little bit, kind of tries to step back like into her own space. You're really focused on an arm here to try and 
deliver this, and yes, it hits, and I don't even need to roll damage, but I will. Okay, as the last point of life is taken away from the creature. Uh, dies, and then a flurry of, of an energy kind of like shivers through it all, and all of that. Uh, you see like the, the, the like heavy, like large, wide-brimmed hat that, um, that Perry wears. I forgot to mention that earlier, I feel. Uh, it's kind of like a little shake, and she kind of adjusts it after the kill. Is it a fedora? No, it's like a wizard hat. <laughs> uh, okay, up next is... A tiefling? Carry the tiefling! <laughs> oh, I see now. That's so funny. Uh, sorry, yes, so... Um, Puny steps forward with his fist, <laughs> dodges just out of the way before he's able to do any damage. The creature now uh, kind of looks around and kind of <laughs> stabs towards you. Me. That is a large number. It looks like a 20, natural, uh, not natural, a dirty 20. Um, <laughs> yeah, as it uh, steps forward you once again, you take... What is that? Four points of piercing damage. Shink, shink, as it pulls it from you. As it uh, seems, do you notice now? It seems to have been muttering a sort of like incantation this whole time in a language you don't understand. Okay, it's now your turn. Go for a stabby stab. Go ahead. Oh, natural 20! Natural 20, go ahead. Natural 20! And I rolled a one on the d4. So four damage. Four damage? Just barely. How do you want to do it? <laughs> I just, I, I kept missing, and I was like, like, like I felt corners. I just, I just like focused. I just thought about this, like the universe, and I tried to become one with the universe. And I found the exact point that I could just stab it. Nice. So you lunge towards. I can. As it finishes whatever it was chanting, and you hear from down the rumbling that you had first heard from the opposite side of the hall, but chose not to follow. You hear. Oh no! You hear this large guttural sound. It is, uh, it's so deep that you can hear, like, the beats in between, like, the vocal cords flapping. Immediately we see is a large tentacle that kind of pulls in on like the inside of the doorway and just begins tearing off part of this as more of this glob. You can't really tell the form of the body very well. You can't see any like eyes or anything uh, in its current shape as it pulls forward a tentacle and steps through and with more. It's just this glob of tentacles there. They're gonna as it leans forward and pushes itself off the wall towards all of you. Uh, you see Perry, like, grab, uh, grab the ceramic box, like, close to her chest as you are pushed out of the room, the entire, like, back wall of the dorm being destroyed as you fall down a story into the courtyard where you had kind of chilled out the, uh, earlier today. Um, like, a, as you fall down, like, rubble's, like, going through a large piece of, like, cinder block slams into one of the, uh, one of the large white columns that kind of <laughs> crashes over. As you begin your next fight, 
with the large beast. You see already um, just like encouraging looks from from uh, Puny and and uh, from Crusher as they kind of shake off the dust, stand up, and they kind of throw this? an arm to you. I, it doesn't look like we have a choice as the right. creature already begins to descend. Um, yes, and, and you see Perry uh, very quickly put down the box and kind of shrug off his shoulder as you begin for the next section of the fight. end up side by side with the tools on the left and right. As the creature is slowly approaching. Okay. It's just like and these tentacles like folding over themselves as it locomotes through the grass. Uh, up first is Crusher, I believe. Yes. Uh, up first is Crusher steps forward. Uh, goes in, uh, picking up his rapier off the ground, kind of came with them throughout the room, picking up going in for a slice immediately. Let's see, oh, where's your crusher? He runs forward. Let's see, makes his attack. That looks like it all hit, to be honest. Sorry, I need to remember the AC. Yes, it does. He slashes into one of the tentacles, like closer towards its base, to try and uh, try and get a hit on it. You see the creature kind of breathe out with this scream behind it. Um, he's going to do 1d8 plus 3 damage. Okay, cool. So he does a good amount of damage as he slices through a bit of the creature. Okay. Uh, the creature now retaliates. It kind of takes one of its tentacles that had already like rescinded back. It lifts it in the air as it comes down to try and crush, uh, crusher. <laughs> uh, sorry, I need to pull up the thing stats. Okay, so it pulls up its arm and tries to swing down at it. Um, you see that uh, crusher is able to dodge out of the way as the tentacle slams down with like way too much force getting like shoved into bits of mud and stuff as as, as like the kind of dude up ground you kind know, of clogs into it and so just slowly pulls it up and out of it okay uh up next is perry who uh looks around and holds up an arm um let's see what does this do I'm looking at the wrong character sheet, that's why. I was like, none of this looks like... <laughs> looks rec- correct. Um, yeah, cast... Sure, cast uh, a spell on the creature, and you see this kind of large spinning uh, collection of letters and stuff circles around the thing, and like this kind of twindling spiral of, of runic design that you kind of recognize from your Draconic class. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, that is uh, that is Perry's turn. Up next is you, I believe. No, Puny needs to go. Puny runs forth, fists, tries to go in for a punch. <laughs> yes, that is gonna work. You plunging a fist into the creature. Um, let's go. Against the weight of it, it's gonna take. I know how much damage it takes. I know how much damage it takes. Okay. 
Up next is you. Well, just like a... All right, I'm going to try it with my short bow. <laughs> You're going to get too, too close. Fourteen will hit. Go ahead and roll damage. That's my short. Eight damage. Eight damage. Okay, nice. As you come forward, uh, come forward with your short bow, kind of lining up the shot, it kind of crashes at, at the creature. It's gonna. You see, at this time, um, one of its tentacles has begun to like welter off enough, just from like the general damage that's going on. That you're able to see a bright orange glowing eye, kind of hidden under the mess of this kind of urchin-type body. It's gonna glares towards. Okay, up next. Who steps forward once again uh, with the rapier to me to slash and hack through best he can. Ooh, and he hits. Ooh, and he hits. And he feels like, okay, I'm out of damage. As he uh, slashes through it, bits of the tentacles just kind of hanging through. He cuts one off entirely. You know, it sits on the ground. Um, now this thing goes... Able to get out of out of all of that, this kind of large creature is able to avoid all of that sort of stuff as it comes towards you. Um, comes towards you uh, at the very last moment, turning down into uh, into the the parry into parry. Um, <laughs> sorry, as it goes in for an attack, Ooh, and that's gonna hit. Right now. Ooh, and that's gonna hit Arden. Yeah, so. Immediately, this thing comes down, crushes down. You see, Perry's out. Oh no! Huh? Oh no! Resorber? Sorry, I love technical difficulties. They make me feel good, like I'm a good person. Okay, as it crushes down, and yes, you see just her body like oh, no, no, Perry pressed against it, and she like you falls down. Okay. Uh, Puny is going to... Oh, shit! Um, this is Puny. This is Puny, isn't it? Puny's going to... Uh, run through. And he's gonna... He's going to do the healing thing. He's gotta. He's gotta. He's gotta. Uh, healing word. Boom. That's a bunch of healing. Uh, it looks now like, um brought back, but definitely still very hurt. Uh, this, um, this healing brings a good amount of, of Perry back. There you go. Okay, up next is you. Well, I'm going to try. So I'm up close to it. Mm-hmm. So I see the little urchin creature eye thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it, it's revealed and unrevealed for like bits of seconds. It looks like a hard target to hit, but a worthwhile one. Yeah. Could I, could I stab it or would I have to throw it? You could try and stab it. Okay. Well, I'm gonna... <laughs> You're like, I know how you do them. I know what that means. Um, I'm gonna use my bardic inspiration dice now. I might not need it, but I'm still gonna use it. Dirty 20. Dirty 20, okay, that's gonna hit. Go and roll damage. Yes. Oh, six damage. 
six damage. Okay, so you see it crush into the eyes. It kind of just like yields back, um, having like well crossed the barrier of what you need to like just perfectly plan a, a hit into that. It takes, it takes much more damage than you would have suspected. This is a, an incredibly uh, dangerous weak point for the creature as it had kind of moved about. Um, it begins to like, kind of reel back its tentacles and all of that. And Crusher jumps in behind, kind of, uh, he takes a leap off one of the benches to kind of jump over and he's going to try and land his rapier down, um, almost in like a piercing motion over the top of the creature. Um, wouldn't you believe it? He misses. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh! <laughs> He jumps up in the air, and it's, like, not enough air, so he, like, <laughs> lands a little short, um, just, like, barely missing one of the tentacles at all. Uh, the creature not gonna... looks towards you, who's just hit it in the eye. Is it gonna throw an arm up? That looks like it's gonna hit. It's, like, 24. Oh. It might be down. Three points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> yes, I'm still up. Oh uh, yeah, that is wow. Level okay. one characters. That's a that's a one. <laughs> really worried that you. Oh yeah, every got six that, damage. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Okay, yeah, this is the one hit. <laughs> crushes down. Um, is it? But, but it still like, hurts. It crushes your bones. Is it gonna shake it off of you for a minute? Oh, wow. Um, Perry, having lost uh, the hex she had cast, kind of looks very frustrated, and you see as she kind of shakes, um, shakes her head as what summons up uh, from the ground is a large gray tentacle, not incredibly unlike that of the creature, um, but slightly different colorations, kind of te- more more tealy, more colorful. Um, raises from the ground uh, on the other side of it as it comes through, and it's going to. Uh, can I do this on the same turn? Mm, I might be rolling this a little wrong, but I think that's okay. Bonus action, I can create it. Last roll, no. Yes, so she raises the tentacle um, from it, and at this you can see the hat kind of pulls back, and in the place of where her her fiendish horn should be, like the, the, the key characteristic of tiefling, instead either has morphed into or revealed itself to be or always was. It's kind of hard to tell from this state of being is that it's so odd, but are two kind of small tentacles of teal color protruding from her head, a uh, slight kind of glow of light under her eyes as this tentacle shoots forth. Uh, makes an attack there. Oh no, I need to know what kind of damage this does. What kind of damage does this do? Okay, yes. Uh, this kind of cold mist about it as it kind of swings down. Uh, it's going to make an attack. Ooh, that looks good. Of course, it's it's one. <laughs> one cold damage that it'll take. Uh, and now it looks like this uh, creature is in its last inches of life as the cold kind of spreads across the tentacles. Piece of them already like chipping off and all that from the ongoing damage, uh, as well from the um, as well as it kind of bleeds into like the more marginous uh, center of the creature. As it um, <laughs> screeches into the air, uh, storm. Yeah, Punies pulls back a fist for another hit. He pulls it back, reaches it through, and just as a tentacle sweeps under his legs, he uh, falls down, prone on the ground, kind of caught up in one of the tentacles that immediately begins curling him in. Natural one. Uh, okay, you're up. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Misses the eye, but with the lowered AC from hitting the eye at all and like getting into its pool of damage, it will hit the creature. Right. Moral damage. Four piercing damage. Four piercing damage. Yeah. This is so perfect. How do you want to do this? <laughs> yes. I'm like trying to get the eye, but I'm like, I, I like, I think I like timed it perfectly, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. And then I just go and I hit just normal. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, and I'm like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it is a bit of surprise as as you think like maybe this just isn't quite enough to kill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just pierced through, and, and maybe it's like you're kind of falling a little bit on your blade as you uh, had gone in for a risky hit. You gave it your all, and when you missed, you're ready for the punishments of that. Yeah. But instead, it just helped push the rest of the blade in, and just go <laughs> as your arm just plunges a whole foot deep into this creature, gonna. <laughs> As it begins to fold oh. in, and its <laughs> tentacles kind of tremble a bit, like pulsating as it shakes a little until it flutters down. The tentacles <laughs> flopping onto the ground. Those are really good noise. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, creature defeated. You 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 hear uh, now almost just in time. Uh, people running in to help, like more official faculty members and and. Uh, people of, of that sort more responsible as you look you see the beast destroyed pulling at your arms and and you start to feel the exhaustion of the fight set in you look and see the ooze from inside the creature start to kind of fizz out burning into your skin as your eyes go facey uh oh when your eyes go hazy as you begin to uh lose your consciousness uh you feel the exhaustion setting in as your eyes come to a close i don't feel Okay. New music change. Alright. I'm gonna stop announcing that because I don't think it's good. (laughs) You wake to the morning sun, shining through a thin curtain over what you assume to be the infirmary window. Looking over the adjacent beds, you see Crusher and Puny, each looking at you intently as they begin to awaken. Uh, you also look over and see uh, Perry still resting in a bed, not yet unconscious. Hi. <clears throat> Ow. Oh, uh, you're up, uh, says a caretaker who kind of turns her head. She's wearing uh, white robes and all that. She quickly turns away and walks out. Now I'll fetch the teens. My goodness, Helen. That was insane. I know, I won't wear those things. I don't know. She might have a better idea. They're fishy. (laughs) Fishy's right. (laughs) Save it for a storybook, kids. A lean human man uh, with short gray hair and kind of circular spectacles steps in, followed quickly by a woman in more fancy black cloak and tunic. Uh, She's an elven woman, he's a human man. She has black hair and sharp features. How good of you to join us, Helena. I'm Dean Marston. And I'm Dean Halleck. He presses his uh, brown coke behind his legs as he takes a seat on a on the uh, end of one of the beds in the infirmary. 
we're glad you're feeling better, and we thank you for doing what you did to help your fellow student. It's the bright minds and brave hearts like yours that help to cultivate the brand of powerful and insightful students that we wish to set upon the world to make it a better place. Shouldn't we, uh, shouldn't, shouldn't we wait till she's up? Uh, the other dean kind of points to the bed but he's still unconscious. Uh, tiefling. Getting a better look now, hat removed and all that. You're kind of all wearing um, simple gowns you've been given. Uh, you see that she does have just regular kind of dark teal horns. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure the others can regurgitate the message well enough. Right. I'm proud of you sprouting heroes, but I'm concerned for you as students. Know that actions like this are reckless, and there's always campus security on the job for problems such as these. We keep our school as safe as possible, but bringing in powerful individuals brings unique problems. I hope you understand that. Yes? Yeah, no sweat. Good. Just helping out a friend. Good. Well, then you should also understand that I'll be putting you all on careful watch for the next couple of weeks. Extra security on your floor and escorts to your rooms. I want to see shipshape behavior, please. Uh, there'll be no more going out on exciting incursions at night and such, which I know is disappointing. But we do have to keep special careful watch for students after events like these. Is that really necessary? I'm sure you'll find that it is. These sorts of situations beget more problems, and we wouldn't want you falling into unsightly circumstances. Sure. Very well. Good. We thank you again for your bravery. Come along, Alec. Right. See you kids later. Ah, uh, be sure to write me the story in full detail. So he kind of falls <laughs> her out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that kind of, that kind of blows. Like, are we in trouble? I, I'm kind of confused. Like, are we in trouble for helping? I, I, kind of. I mean. I guess they. <laughs> AC. Oh, I guess they're doing magic in the other room. <laughs> I saw some kid broke his arm in the uh, mage ball tournament, which we oh. missed, by the way. Oh, it's past Saturday? Yeah. It's Sunday. Oh my god! <laughs> he uh, kind of shakes off the look as he kind of looks over to a slightly stirring tiefling. That was weird. Right? Huh? No, like all of that. And all of that, like that just happened. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. Because, like, we did a good thing and, like, they don't know. I mean, did you tell them that we went out of our way to go and save her? Well, I... I don't know, I guess they saw, they kind of deduced, maybe. Why else would we be in the hall? I mean, I live there. <laughs> I don't know, maybe they asked other students? I got caught up, I don't know. We could have easily gotten caught up in the danger and then just had to fight for our safety. It's a little bold of them to assume that we just ran to the... I mean, I guess, but we didn't really deny it either. I was going to, but I was just a little confused as to why they were keeping an eye on us. So I was more preoccupied with the idea of being babysat. I think they're clever. 
I don't know. It is weird. Hmm. Can't wait for her to wake up. Yeah, no, I can't. Jeez. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I can't wait for her to wake up. Yeah, I can't. Start shaking her awake. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Like, no. um, uh, you see her slowly begin to stir. And she suddenly leans forward, kind of wind rushes in from the room, there's like immediate fog that kind of sells as her eyes line up a little bit, her horns once again form into their uh, tentacular shape. I'm going to make that word now and you're gonna deal with it. I love it. As she speaks just this word. Hold up, hold up. Amutsiba. And that's where we're gonna end the session. Yeah, yeah, super fun. Yeah. Like my music 1000% just didn't come on for the end. And that's okay. Oh. There we go. Mm. Okay, cool. Yay. Very cool. That was a great, that was a great first session. Yeah, I'm excited. Fun. We'll see you next time, because this won't be a weekly thing. Um, yeah. Maybe once every month. Who knows how often we play. Yeah. Uh, who knows where the character will be next time we play. We'll have a lot of stuff to discuss. Um, thank you so much, Taylor, for yes, playing. This was so Glenn good. Thank you for DMing. This yes, fun. so fun. Um, next time we'll have Jonathan on board for yeah. sure. Um, okay, good stuff. Thank you so much for listening. If yes. you did listen to this extra weird episode of the Worser Pod. Yeah. All right, very cool. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll just probably put the music play out for the Oh, I should talk a bit about the music. So I don't want to pay royalties, so I wrote all the music myself in like 20 minutes. <laughs> if you're wondering why it was usually like the same three songs looping, that is why. Also why they're like, not crazy good. <laughs> no, I think, I think they're, they're really they're, good. They're, they're pretty good, yeah. They're, uh, they're an ancient Chinese Stranger Things. Oh. <laughs> That's all I want. That's all I want. Alright, well, see you next time. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm As always. Fun. Run away from tentacles.